Get more of the backstory on our Patreon page with exclusive interviews, outtakes, and the Lost Controversial Backstory Podcast you can only get here. Support on the Backstory Bonus Level. Welcome to the Backstory Podcast. I'm your host, Colby Kolb, and this is a special edition of the Backstory Podcast. We've got somebody that is so interesting and so phenomenal in such a short amount of time, Miss Queen Naja. How are, How are you? How are you doing? I feel special today. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I you are the youngest, newest artist that I have done on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I wanted you on this podcast, because I think you represent a little bit about what's kind of happening in the music business, what's kind of happening in entertainment. And I think your story and your grind and your rise is just phenomenal. You're only 22 years old yeah. and you've done so much in such a short amount of time that most people don't even get a chance to do that can even say that they even have a hit record song yeah. on the radio it's crazy um, yeah. I didn't expect this yeah I feel blessed well so let's let's get a little bit you know of, of uh, a little history here so people can get a chance to know you and we have a lot of fans here because you know um, when you say you're going to be somewhere people show up I saw what happened at Times Square let's, let's just talk about that for a little bit now yeah. you already were known to have moments where you would tell on social media where you were going to be at and a lot of people would show up. Yeah, I didn't do it though this time. My, my manager did on okay. her page. I didn't even put it on my page. And so you, you go walk through Times Square and what was that like? Um, I walked through Times Square and first it's just like it's cool, it's chill because I'm right. looking at myself on the billboard, mm-hmm. the, mo- the moving picture thing and then my manager goes live and then all of a sudden from like I'm like in front of me, like there's a big, huge stampede of people running towards our direction, and so the people that was like sitting down, right, and you know eating their donuts or whatever, right, mind their up, own business, yeah. They got up and they started running because they thought like maybe it was like a bombing, a okay. shooting, mm-hmm. you know, something, and then all of a sudden they run to me and crowd crowd around me, and so I was scared too because for for a minute I thought it wasn't for me. I thought it was something else. Yeah, Claire, he was telling me to run because we thought it was like something else. Somebody shot somebody, yeah. or but um, we was kind of like backed up in a corner of behind these little railings, and it got crazy. And if the police wasn't there, I don't know how I would have been able to get out. Well, and it ended up being viral, like everybody all over the world was talking yeah, about Queen Yeah, it, it got on the news too. I was like, yeah. dang. Yeah. So let's 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 Crazy. get it started. So you, um, there's so many questions I want to ask you because I'm just fascinated with, I'm fascinated with you because you are open enough to share your life on social media and mm-hmm. it changed your life. Yeah. And it allowed you to achieve a dream that you had. So you were originally from Detroit, but then you went to Houston. Is that is that how it worked? That's correct. Yep. I started doing YouTube with my ex-husband in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And then once we got around, I want to say like maybe 200K or something, I don't know. We moved to Houston because we needed a better setting, you know, to do our videos. We were trying to go up on YouTube. Right. You know, we wanted to make it into like, we wanted to be like consistent with it, like, you know, kind of like a daily show thing. So let's go backwards. So you so you um, got married when you were 19. Yeah, as soon okay. as I hit 19. I so didn't even get so- to give it... I know you fresh out of high school, you got married. So yeah. then, so then you decide to share your relationship with your husband on social media. We were already going viral on like um, Instagram, right. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like we had memes going viral, you know. Yeah. Yep. So like people would like we were famous on right. social media. Like a lot of people knew our faces, but but like we were still like broke. Right. Living in a one bedroom apartment. 
you know, on government assistance, right. all that stuff. And it was like, it was really hard to find jobs. I got fired from my job. It was what hard were you for- doing? I was, at the time, I was working as a security guard. You were a security guard? Yeah. Where were you doing security at? Um, I was, like, in a back, I was, like, at this place called Masco Headquarters. Okay. And I would watch cameras, and then there was another. You had an- a uniform on and everything? Yep. And there was wow. another security job that I was working at the time where I would watch a car lot overnight. And okay. that, that could have been really dangerous. Cause yeah. In Detroit? Yep. Yeah. It's Detroit is hard. It's yep. still cold in the D, huh? I wasn't going to do nothing they, if they was going to steal a car, too. Right. I was just going to sit there and call the police. Right. So um, so you're, so what, what did you get fired? Why did you get fired? Oh, it's really weird because, first of all, my boss, he didn't like me no way. Okay. Because, like. What's his name? Let's call him out right now. Justin. Justin. Look <laughs> at me now. He didn't like me, you know what I'm saying? I, but the thing is, like, I had a hard time. Uh, get into work because at this time my engine in my first car my Jeep it would go bad my car would be going slow it was winter time right um, oh in Detroit too that's yeah that's, that's like something. and then I just had like a lot of problems and sometimes I'd be like a minute late to work and things like that but if other people was like 10 minutes late to work nobody would say nothing but anyway right. I got fired because I, I had to call off because there was a comb stuck in my hair that's real um Literally, like, I, like... it. How did you get a comb stuck in your hair? Okay, I had a sew-in the night before. Right. I took the sew-in out, and I didn't brush or comb my hair before I washed it in the sink. Right. It got netted up, and it was like a huge log in the back of my head. Right. And then, so, I was trying to comb it out, but the comb got stuck in here. Okay. So, now, I got a big log sitting in the back of my head and a comb, mm-hmm. and it's nappy, and it's just, like, netted up. And I was prepared to take the scissors... And cut off the back the back of my hair. I was going to okay. be bald in the back and had right. hair in the front. Okay. And I was just like, I can't do this. I can't go to work like this. I need to wake up tomorrow morning and go to a salon because this is going to have to get cut out. Right. But thankfully, I think Chris, Trey, Armand, Chris' sister, all of them together, we went and got like some kind of detangler. And they sat up till 7 in the morning, which is when I was supposed to be at work. Right. They sat up till 7 in the morning. Picking my nets out. So to, to save your hair. Yeah, we saved my hair. And yeah. you know what? I thank God that I got fired for that right. because I wouldn't right. have had right. no hair in the back. Right. And, those, and I wouldn't yeah. have started YouTube. Yeah. Yep. So, so okay, so you're unemployed. And is that when the, is the moment when you have all these social media followers that you say, let's go to YouTube because we can make money? Yeah. You know, it took some time. We didn't have a camera at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we start using our phone. We went and bought like a cheap, like old iPad, and right. we start using that to uh, edit on okay. from iMovie. All right. And we just really just kept. We didn't care how the quality looked. Right. We tried to make the best out of nothing. We had a yellow lamp light. We used to lean our. We didn't have no camera stand or nothing. We used to lean our, our phone on like some, some kind of pop bottle or dresser. Right. We just like made it do what it do until we got to two hundred k, and when we got our first big check, which was like the second check. So what was? Tell me we what the first check was from YouTube. What is? What, okay, how the, much ve- money the very first check was like, the very first check was like five hundred, right? Because we right. wasn't really doing it. Okay. The next check after that, it was like eight thousand five hundred. Wow. Now then, so then we had enough money to take and move, like put the down payment on the house in Houston and all that stuff. We did. So why did search. you choose to go to Houston? 
What was special about Houston? You, we were looking at Atlanta and Houston. Okay. I don't know what was special about Houston. I just kept saying, like, I, I feel, I, I see Texas. I just okay. kept seeing Texas. Mm-hmm. The word Texas. I just kept thinking about Texas. So, I was like, hmm, Houston or Dallas? And I, and then I heard that Houston was more like live than Dallas. So. Right. We moved to Houston, and then, like, our checks start. Of course, they was, like, going. They went up, like, more and more and more. Right. But, um, yeah, I, it was the easiest to move in because, like, we was young. Our credit was bad. Right. And, like, the, the, the And people, you had already had your son, right? Yeah, the, yeah. But they let us move in so easily. We just had to pay, like, a double deposit or something right. like that. So, mm-hmm. like, it was just really easy to move in. Um and it was a very nice house, brand new. Nobody had ever lived in it. Four bedrooms. And you're like 20 years old when this is happening? Um, 19, 20? How 20. old you? 20. Probably like 20. No, 21. 20 or 21. Right. Well, you're 22 right now. So yeah. we didn't even get to how much has happened in your life since then. Coming up on the Backstory Podcast, Queen Naja faces infidelity from her husband. It'd be a lot of stuff that go on behind closed doors that you don't tell people about. Why? Because it's your relationship. Right. And if, you know, something happened, you ain't supposed to just be like, oh, he cheated on me and this and that. Right. But it came out because people decided to expose him. You're listening to the Backstory Podcast. This is the story of Queen Naja. So anyway, you moved to Houston. You guys are making your videos, and and now your videos are, are yep, they're going viral. Going like viral. we doing this family thing. We feel like we made it. Mm-hmm. We're coming up. Then we tried to do this little uh, this group thing, mm-hmm. and we put this group thing together where it was like me, Armand, and Trey, Perfect Laughs. It was um. Now who was Armand and Trey? Who were these folks? Oh, they actually be doing like radio interviews and stuff. Okay, too. they yeah. my brothers. They actually signed to the Warner Brothers. Oh wow. Um. It's crazy because we all said we would come up together. Yeah. They sing too. They have like a they have a song playing on radio too. Okay, so so let's just rewind too. So you always wanted to be a singer. Just forget just the videos. Nah, you wanted yeah. to be a singer since, since you were a kid. Yeah, since I was like a little girl, like three, four. You okay. know, I grew up singing in church and stuff like that. But like, I just I think I gave up though after like I hit eighteen because I thought if I didn't make it by eighteen, like. Nothing was gonna happen. I'm grown right, now, so right, let me right. just. I, so you I know just, that was four years ago, right? Yeah. Okay. But so. I settled. I settled for YouTube because I love doing. Like, right. The stream of income was amazing. I never had to work a nine to five, um, and although I was putting my life out there, it's like the money was, the money was great, and I'm still doing YouTube. Right. Too. So okay. So you and Chris, you're married. You're 20 years old. You've moved from Detroit to um, Houston. Mm-hmm. You're making these videos. You guys are becoming famous online, as they say, Instagram famous. You got millions of followers. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, as you share your relationship, unfortunately, other things can happen and Chris cheats on you. Okay, so first of all, you know, when you're doing YouTube, everybody thinks they know what you're doing. Right? right. They think they know your life, but it'd be a lot of stuff that go on behind closed doors that you don't tell people about. Why? Because it's your relationship. Right. And if, you know, something happened, you ain't supposed to just be like, oh, he cheated on me and this and that. Right. But it came out because people decided to expose him. Okay. So then once they exposed him, more females came with evidence and things like that. So, like, even though... And they would use social media to expose him. Even though I knew he would text, you know, I never knew that he, like, took it that far. Right. You know, to meet up with them and things like that. But it... It got out there. I was really embarrassed, you know, but I decided to stay with him. Okay, so why did, why did you decide to stay with him in that moment? Because we built such a big brand together, mm-hmm. and I looked at it as, like, I didn't accept it. I was heartbroken, but 
I kind of was like, well, he young, you know, he got some growing to do. And girls was just constantly throwing themselves at him because he had money, he's a handsome guy, and, like, he got tempted. And we made vows before God, and I felt like our marriage meant more and, and that we could try it again and we have a kid together so yeah. it was like all these things like time like we was together since we were 17 years old so i didn't want to take and throw it away because but i did say that if it kept happening then you know i was going to have to make a decision and it was really hard but so, so let's talk about that moment too because it's one thing to go through a really bad experience with somebody privately but, but when you embarrass yeah, oh when, when, when it's publicly and then the thing about social media is like the social media is great because okay we can communicate and we can all talk but the bad part is people can catch you with comments so how did you navigate that because i'm sure a lot of people were in your business and i'm sure it was very painful so how did you like mentally get past that um i just could i don't know i don't know how i got past it because really i would look at the comments every day Mm -hmm. and it would bother me right and i was unhappy in a lot of my videos and I was smiling, but really, I was embarrassed. And I don't know how I did that. I guess I just had to keep going and suck it up. Like, I had to deal with it. Right. But after a while, you know, I guess people started coming back around to us and warming up to us because we started to, you know, be that goofy couple again that but, people But love. tell me about the first video you did. After this was all exposed, you did this video, and that got a lot of attention, just exposing the fact that he cheated on you. Actually, he did, did the video that he cheated. Okay. I told him that if you're going to embarrass me uh, publicly, embarrass yourself publicly and right. apologize publicly. Right. So he did that video. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he got really, really mad. He, he regret that he ever did the video because I told him to do it. But I told him if he didn't do it, I was going to leave. Okay. But he didn't want me to leave. Right. So he did it. And he, he feels like that it opened up light more to the situation but i was right. like people already knew they was gonna find out anyway right. so why not apologize and you right. know instead of risking what you have so he did it because mm-hmm. he wanted to keep me around but then like after that you know we started doing more videos and stuff right but i like that i like his shirt that's so cute we started doing more videos <laughs> <laughs> and then um then I found out more stuff. Right, so more stuff was being but exposed. The thing, yeah, but to me only, see, it wasn't like... So we didn't all know this, but was, you knew it. Yeah, none of, nobody else knew it. All they knew was he cheated, we made up, right. we started making videos again. Right. But then I was uh, exposed to a lot more things that happened after that. And I was like, dang, for real. So this was it. That at this point, you were like, it's over. Yeah, something in me just kind of like broke, you know. I don't hate him. I don't regret being with him because like if i wasn't with him a lot of stuff wouldn't happen now um and you guys are so young i mean uh, getting married at like 19 and having a family i mean that's just a you know usually they're going you're going to college your life is different usually actually he was in college at the same time Mm -hmm. i wanted to go to college too well i was supposed to go to college but i got pregnant right we were like heavy in church at the moment okay so we was going to church we didn't want to be shacking up okay we didn't want people to judge us in the church. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to get married and make well that's why I did it and then I didn't want to lose them as well. Right. But like I could have waited to get married. Yeah. Like, but like he really he really like pressed the fact and I didn't want to lose them, so I just was like, forget right. it. Right. Um, what did your family think about all of this? My mom, she was not with it. Okay. Um but I was like, Well, I'm grown and this and that and she was like, Okay, you you gonna learn and 
all this stuff, but I was like, well, let me bump my head. Coming up on the Backstory Podcast, Queen Naja goes through heartbreak that leads to a record deal. Thankfully, somebody took my song and put it on Apple Music. They was getting paid for it at the time, but... You're listening to the Backstory Podcast. This is the story of Queen Naja. I'm happy I got to bump my head. Right. That's, that's the thing. Like I feel like, yeah, you know, maybe our parents like to... Uh, teach us from their experiences but we want to like learn from our own experience even if it hurt right like because had i not learned you know what i'm saying i wouldn't have been able to like i don't know tell my story do you think it made you stronger definitely yeah yeah i don't regret so nothing. now we're, we're back to not even a year ago last november is when you decided to leave yeah i left the house so and then so tell me about that moment so you decide to leave are you still making videos, or did you say, all right, I got to make a video to say I'm leaving? Or no, I'm making, yeah, I'm making videos on my channel because I still got to make that paper. Right. So, you know, I started doing videos with, Ar- um, with Armand and Trey and okay. Jazz. I was living with them at the moment. In Houston? Yeah, I didn't okay. even, like, go try to find my own apartment yet. I just needed to, like, recoup. Right. You know, and... It's a lot. That's emotionally... Yeah, and that's I a mean, marriage. and then trying a, to live by yourself right you, away. Like, and you share a child. So you're yeah. looking at him every day. So that, yeah. that's a, that's hard. I was going to choose to move, um, still stay in Houston and right. in an apartment by myself. But, like, I thought that at the moment it wasn't safe for me to be alone. I was, like, depressed. Right. I was, like, going through it because I'm, like, leaving something that I thought that I would have forever. So I wanted to have people around me that supported me at the moment and okay. so i i didn't get my own place recently until like now so you moved though you left houston right yeah yeah i left houston well i the thing is i let no i went from that house in houston okay to armand and trey's house right. in houston mm-hmm. stayed there for a little bit then i started going back and forth to new york okay where i was collabing with claire but then i met right. his sister which is my manager okay and then she started to go like i asked her because she helped me like because i was getting a lot of after i dropped medicine i was getting a lot of um emails that i just didn't understand from all these different labels and so she started so let's let's talk about that because you you're um uh so new year's eve uh-huh you drop on the dawn of 2018 you dropped this song medicine which yeah. is kind of like you pouring your heart out and to, confirming and confirming everything that happened yeah and the record takes off like all it just goes viral yeah it was just supposed to be on youtube like literally i didn't know right gonna, but um thankfully somebody took my song and put it on apple music they was getting paid for it at the time but so I, somebody actually took your song off of youtube put it on apple music and they were making money off of you yeah but you know what i thank god because it wouldn't have got out there but and now so like, how did so then oh so so all the labels are like coming at you like you know because everybody wants to you know wants a piece of the action because you're doing so well and so you're uh, and we'll get to Claire because we got to talk about your yeah. Claire Bear a little bit later mm-hmm. on. So you start getting all these calls from labels. What did that feel like as a little girl that wanted to be a singer? You go through this emotional moment and you just put a song on YouTube just to tell the world what was going on and all of a sudden record companies are calling you and they want to sign you. Well, it felt surreal, but I was very confused at the moment. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I always told myself after getting with Chris that I would never sign because me and him like did our research on things in the industry and how corrupt it is and right. and like you know things that ha- go on behind mm-hmm. closed doors. Yes. And I didn't want to be involved in that. And I didn't want to get myself in something that I couldn't get out of. So um, 
I decided that I would never sign. So then when I started getting emails from labels, I'm like, "Mm, should I just stay independent? Like what? But thankfully, you know, somebody came to my life, which is my manager, that had the smarts and things like that to get around, you know, everything. So we went to those meetings. We went to, like, a lot of big label meetings in. We ended up with Capital. Yep. And that wasn't even supposed to be, like, we weren't even supposed to have a meeting with them, like. We were supposed to go home that day, but our flight got canceled because New York had bad weather. Right. So then, overnight after we met No ID, he was such like a. And that's a legend. No yeah, ID is a, a legend. legend. He was such like so down to earth, and we just felt this vibe from him that we was like, "Hey, why don't we just call a capital meeting?" They wasn't even on the list. Right. You know, but they got their staff together overnight, and then the next day I went, and I'm like, "Yeah." And no, and no ID was the original. Just for people that don't know, was the original producer of Common. He's from Chicago, and while he was working with Common, a, a high school kid named Kanye West was working with him, watching him in the studio. And No ID is still making music. He did Jay Z's last album. He and did Drake's. He's Drake. Yeah, he did Drake's yeah. album. And so now you're sitting across from this guy, and he wants to sign you to his label. That must have just been. It must have blew your mind. It's like he like really, but like how he spoke of me to me, like how he believed in me and mm-hmm. just let us work. Like, it's just crazy because I feel really special. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I don't, I'm a very, like, timid, like, humble person. So I don't think too, I don't speak too highly of myself and, like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. But for somebody else to be, like, such a legend and think that of me is it makes And give me you feel, an opportunity. Yeah, it make me feel, you know, just blessed, like, like I was handpicked, you know. So Capital... Uh, puts the song out formally, just puts it out to the world. It starts streaming like crazy. It, it already was streaming. It was crazy. already streaming, but yeah, before I got but signed. then it radio picks it up, and right now you have a top ten single in America. It's playing on radio stations all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going all over the country and you're meeting all these people, and a lot of people are connecting the dots between your YouTube life and your artist life. Mm-hmm. And so, how are you navigating all that? I'm just going with the flow. That's all I can say. I don't have no kind of way that I do it. Like, no. I just listen to what my, what's on my schedule, and I fly here and I fly there, and I do these interviews until I have a tour and stuff. And I'm just doing it. I'm just, I don't know how. I'm just doing it. Well, so you got this uh, uh, album that you just, or was it an EP? You just EP. released it. So you just released your first um, EP. You got music out, um, and you're starting to do shows and events, and and now you're like a full fledged artist, and you're still doing the videos. Yep, and I'm keeping doing. And you and you have amassed almost four million followers on Instagram. I actually have four point two million. Four, four, yeah, let's get it straight. Four point yeah. two million. I just got it. Yeah. No, I love that. I love it. So so um, you're navigating uh, the music industry, and so so far. Based on the opinions that you had before you signed, how has it been for you? I just feel like God worked out everything in my favor. Um, they allow me to keep my creativity, you know. Um, and, I, you know, it just worked out in my favor where I was comfortable enough to actually sign. So I thank God for that. And so how did Chris react to this and how are you co-parenting? Because so much has happened. And you literally just broke up and or separated in November of last year, and now you're divorced. So, how was that going? Um, honestly, like when I was done, he knew I was done. Right. 
I had all my chance, my my times of going back and forth and back and forth when I was in it. Right. When I finally was done, it's like he know it, and you know that you can't really do anything about it. And so, how are you co-parenting right now? now? Oh, yeah. we just we. I mean, it's really. It's hard because, like, first of all, I don't like to share my baby, but I have to. Right. Um, it's hard because, like, instead of, like, he lives in Houston and okay. I live in Atlanta. Okay. So, first of all, we're in two different states. Second of all, when I do get him on my time, I can't always have him because I have, like, a lot of things that I can't bring him to. Right. Um, Your life has changed. Yeah. It's like I'm, like... I'm doing all this other stuff, so I can't even give him my full undivided attention the whole time that I have him, and it really sucks, but the time that I can get with him or bring him with me, and it's, like, doable, I'll do it. Right. But I just have to find, like, a balance. Um, I'm honestly, I was thinking about just having my my sister come with me on the road and help um, with CJ, but... And, you know, a lot of artists have done that. I mean, a lot of artists yeah. that are moms have taken their yeah. children with them on the road, and they shield them from the things that they don't need to see, but just to be able to spend that quality time, because when they're that age, it's really important that yeah. you guys are bonding. It's a process, you know, but um, I'm working on it, and I go back to my baby t- tonight. So. Okay. Um, so do you still talk to Chris? Like, how, how was your relationship in regards to your child? We speak only about CJ. Okay. We don't really communicate until it's time to switch off on CJ. Has he responded or talked about this medicine and the karma song? And I mean, because now I'm sure people are hitting him up on social media, Mm-mm. you know, rubbing it in his face. Yeah, they rub it in his face. But for some reason, I don't know, he don't seem like it bothered him too much. He's doing right. his own thing. Right. Um, I mean, I caught him a couple of times, like, singing it and playing around, like, on his social media. Like, he, like, a go- like kind of like a goofy person. Like, right. if he hurt him, he probably won't show it, of right. course. Right. I'm not saying that he is hurt. I don't right. know if he is or not. But what right. I'm saying is, like, he's, like, joked around singing the song. And I'm pretty sure there's no hard feelings between us. It's well, because you guys are open. so young. So I, I was just wondering that because, you know, at that age, I mean, I'm a lot older than you. And I can tell you that as you go through life, like, that's what happens in your 20s. There's nothing to compare to what happens later in life. So you grow. You're not the same person as you move yeah. along. It's like, it's, it's not, it's like, people behind closed doors probably think that we be arguing. Right. We be, this, that don't, that's not even what happens. He's happy with whoever he with. I'm happy with whoever. Yeah. No, well, you, you talk, let's talk about Clarence, who was a, a guy that was making videos and he's from New York. Yeah. So, and you call him your Claire Bear? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I bet you he just can't stand me for that. <laughs> so... You moved into a whole other relationship. You didn't want to take time after the situation you were in. What did, made you change? I did take time. I was his friend for a very long time. Okay, so you knew him. Um, right. Well, the crazy thing is, when I left the house, I knew who Clarence was. Right. We were talking. Right. Like, we were communicating. Right. Because um, he was doing what you were doing on videos, right? I'm the one who told him to oh, start Oh, you YouTube. told him to do videos. I'm oh, like, wow. you should start YouTube, you know? Because he was already going viral. on. Like, I would see him a lot on my explore page, like... And I was like, shoot, you should take that to YouTube. So what what connected you to him just because he was he was commenting on your videos? Is that how you nah, guys connected? No, nope. I just seen him on my explore page. He was okay. my Instagram crush and I DM'd him and I okay. said, What you do? Wow. I wanted to know what he did. Wow. By this time though, I want y'all to think I'm like dirty, but by this right. time all the cheating stuff had happened. I was you know how you like just fit like I'm not I'm not with you right. anymore. Like the relationship was like over. Of course I still had to go through the process of the divorce. But when I moved out of the house, you know, me and Claire was talking for a very long time. He helped me through a lot. We were talking as good friends. It was nothing 
lustful that right. we were talking about. We was just right. really talking as good friends, getting to know each other for a long time. And next month, it'll be a year. Okay, since you've known him. Since I've, since I've known him. And we okay. just recently, like, confirmed, you know, our okay. relationship. Okay. Um, and you we th- were keeping a lot of stuff private, though. Right. We didn't want to, co- like, because I just, we was keeping it private for a minute, though. So has he met your son? Does your yeah. son know him? Yeah. Okay. And so what about uh, Chris? Has Chris met him as well? No, Chris ain't met him, but he only got to meet him. Okay. You know who he is. All right. So the, everything is, we, we, we have we no drama there. We're, we're moving forward? No, there's no drama. Ain't nobody got hard feelings. Mm-hmm. So, new album is out. What's the future hold for Queen Naja? Um, what is the future hold? Yeah. Well, I mean, right now it's holding a tour. Okay. So I will be touring, touring my EP. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know the exact dates yet, but we will get those out. Um, and just a lot of things, a lot of things, you know. So, what are your goals as a, way, huh? what, you, what are your goals as a recording artist? What what um, what are you trying to do on the recording side? You know, you always want to be a singer, so you got a record deal with a major mm-hmm. label. You got a major producer behind you. What are your goals? What do you want to do? I want to win some Grammys. Okay. I want to put my mark on the industry like as like a very how can I say this a very inspirational person, kind of okay. like a legend. Okay. You know. Good. Um, and most of all, I just want people to feel something different from my music that they don't feel from others, or that they haven't felt in a long time. Um, I want people to relate to my music. I want people to get through heartbreak breaks in, with my music. I want people to get through any kind of issue they got going on. And I do plan on, although I do have love music and things out about experience, I do plan on dropping inspirational music like gospel. Really? Yeah. I have this song I wrote called War Cry, like a long time ago. So I might, I don't know, I have to talk about it, but I would like to drop it as a single. It's crazy. So, so. Um, what do you say to young people, because you're still such a young person, mm-hmm. You are just so interesting and just so, you're just so determined to focus. I don't know how I'm interesting. I'm just me. Like, I don't get it. I'm just. You, you, you just, you're interesting. You just, you, you, a, a person your age does not do as much or has been through as much as you've been through and you've survived it and it's made you stronger. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are in similar situations where I probably can relate to medicine and they can relate to karma. They're going through it and it wipes people out. You know, people get wiped out by that and it takes them years to recover. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, everything I go through, I just bounce back. I don't know how I just bounce back. So to your younger fans out there and younger people that may be going through struggles or have a dream and, and maybe have a few setbacks, what can you tell them? Hmm. What can I tell them? Your time is coming. It's going to come. And this is what I always tell people. Don't, like, when, when, when you're trying to get somewhere, right, but you see everybody else around you succeeding and they're getting to where they got to go, but you feel like you're stuck in the same spot, I would say be happy for those people. Don't show envy, hatred, you know. Um, be happy for them because your time is coming. And make sure to remain humble through it all as you're going up because as, as quick as God bless you, it's something... He could, you could lose it. That's true. So, you know, stay humble through everything and, you know, just be happy for others and your time will come. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a round of applause for Miss Queen Naja.
you are you are an inspiration and i thank you because i know your schedule has been crazy and you mm-hmm. made a an excursion here to columbus to come to the national urban league and do my podcast and i just really appreciate no, you thank you for having me and this is awesome and good luck to you thanks for listening that's the story of queen Naja. coming up on the next backstory podcast it's the 17th birthday of the Blueprint album from Jay-Z. It also happens to be the 17th anniversary of one of the worst days in American history. Yeah, well, actually it was the 18th, like it was the 25th. Then I said, nah, nah, man, can't wait. We got to move it to the 18th. Then I was like, man, let's just move it to the 11th. I'm ready to drop it tomorrow. Okay. Thanks for listening. This is Colby Cole. Get more of the backstory on our Patreon page with exclusive interviews, outtakes, and the Lost Controversial Backstory Podcast you can only get here. Support on the Backstory Bonus Level 